The Haynes Borough will not have any state lobbyists during the current legislative session. The Haynes Borough Assembly plans instead to dedicate energy and resources to obtain funding for infrastructure projects at the federal level, where grant funding opportunities are at a once-in-a-generation high. And Mayor Tom Morfitt gaveled a member of the public into silence at Tuesday's Haynes Borough Assembly meeting. Morfitt said the man could not address Assembly members by name, raising concerns of free speech in the chambers. The Assembly voted down two contracts with state lobbyists at Tuesday's Assembly meeting, leaving the borough without a state lobbyist for 2024. Assembly members split the vote 3-3 on whether to renew a $48,000 contract for Theodore Popley, a former Haynes lobbyist. Mayor Tom Morfitt's vote broke the tie. And they voted 5-1 not to contract Reed Harris for $36,000, who would have been a new hire. Craig Loomis was the only Assembly member voting in favor of hiring Harris. Loomis told KHNS that he was impressed by the pre-hire interviews with Harris. I just thought he would be more in line of what the people of Haynes would like done in the borough. A state lobbyist's primary function for a community like Haynes is to meet with legislators and procure state funding for local projects. Lobbyists have access to legislators who can add local projects to state finance bills. But state funding for rural communities is currently at a low, said Assemblymember Kevin Forster, who describes state funding as minuscule. Like we've seen with the, the governor just uh, vetoing all of the education funding, um, and there was no effect garnered last year in education funding with having a lobbyist, and um, the state's tightening its belt for all rural areas. And uh, I think that's pretty clear to everybody. But while funding for rural communities is low at the state level, infrastructure funding is abundant at the federal level. This is due to the Infrastructure Investments and Jobs Act, signed into law by President Biden on November 15, 2021. The law authorizes $1.2 trillion for transportation and infrastructure spending. Instead of lobbying for dwindling state funds, Forster told KHNS that the borough will get a better return by applying for grants currently available under the IIJA. He said he learned about these grant opportunities while attending the Alaska Municipal League this fall, a statewide conference attended by the new assembly members. And um, the amount of money that's coming down to, to municipalities for projects is, is wild, and we're not, we're not in on it. Um, and so even with a lobbyist, without having that grant you know, if the argument, particularly in regards to federal uh, to fund procurement with a lobbyist, is that they get you into the meetings, right? They they get you an audience. Well, what all these federal agencies are saying is that it's not even about that right now. It's not about a competitive process. It's about get us these proposals so that we can disperse this massive amount of money that we've never seen. There's a quickly approaching deadline to get these grants drafted. The grants need to be submitted to the IIJA by the end of this funding cycle, which is this October. Forster said that moving forward in hiring grant writers will be on the next Government Affairs and Services Committee meeting agenda, of which he is a member. But what does not having a state lobbyist mean for Haynes? Assemblymember Gabe Thomas expressed disbelief at the end of the meeting that Haynes will not have a state lobbyist this year. He told the Assembly that the borough was going into the state's legislative session with only one shoe on its feet. Thomas was not immediately available to comment. KHNS spoke to Harris, 
one of the lobbyists whose contract was voted down. He said his door was open if Haynes decided to change its mind or needed a consult. But he cautioned that if the borough is looking to secure state funding for capital projects, it's important to lay the groundwork by the end of January. I think honestly, in the long run, Haynes is probably going to realize that having a lobbyist, whether it's myself or whomever else, is probably going to be, uh, be beneficial to them. Several assembly members voiced that they are not against lobbyists, but that for the current year, it appears that Haynes would do better to focus on federal grants. The assembly did vote to renew its contract with federal lobbyist Windward Strategies for $36,000. Windward Strategies has been instrumental in the process of obtaining funds for the replacement of the public safety building. The Assembly's Gas Committee will discuss the borough's next steps for hiring contract grant writers as they shift away from relying on funding procured by state lobbyists at a February 6th meeting. In other Assembly news, Mayor Tom Morfitt disallowed a member of the public to speak during public comment. Don Turner Jr. had planned to speak about Assembly member Natalie Dawson. In past meetings, he's expressed criticism that she's communicated with the Federal Maritime Administration in her role as an Assembly member. Dawson has disputed that claim. On Tuesday night, when Turner spoke her name, Morfitt interrupted him, saying he wasn't allowed to address Dawson by name. Morfitt consulted with Assembly member Deborah Schnabel, who said the two should hash it out in private. Turner told Morfitt that he overstepped his authority by disallowing him to speak. Later in the meeting, Assemblymember Gabe Thomas said that Morfitt violated Turner's First Amendment rights. Dawson has said in past Assembly meetings that public comments have left her feeling bullied and unsafe in the chambers. The Gas Committee plans to discuss an anti-bullying policy at a future meeting. That's it for the KHNS Local News. I'm Jen Shelton. You can find these stories and learn how to access the KHNS News as a podcast at khns.org news. This is KHNS, Haynes, Skagway, and Kluckwan at 102.3 and translator K220BK Skagway, Alaska at 91.9.